well, always so amazing I get to do this in the NRB. We get to do the NRB Chronicles where we talk to these wonderful folks that come up and, oh, man, how does God take their passion so many times to do so many amazing things? And this is my second time, actually, to talk to this young lady. Is Nikki White, and she is younger than me, so I can call her a young lady. <laughs> but anyway, Nikki is the author, and your previous book, tell me the one we, we all did the last time. It's not about the pie. I think you Oh, yeah. It's not about the pie. I remember that. Very good. This one is bold. Living intentionally in today's world, and this is like today, not years before COVID or what in the world in the Ukraine and all the stuff that's going on. So living intentionally in today's world. So what's going on, Nikki? Why another book? Well, I this wasn't necessarily the third book I was going to write. Um, I, but as COVID started, and actually in Idaho, a week after we locked down, we had an earthquake and just a lot of things going on. I just, you know, God's still on the throne. He's still sovereign. He still wants us to serve him and glorify him and and encourage others in their faith and so I kind of transitioned in my head and I thought about people who are risk takers and they step out on faith and do things no matter the consequences that I knew so I asked them to write some testimonies and then I wrote around each of those stories and then I thought about people who died like Jim Elliott Corey Ten Boom, Amy Carmine, those kind of people, Spurgeon. So I wrote a section. The second section has to do with them. And then I thought about people in the Bible. And I so the third section is bold in the Bible. And it's like Daniel and Rahab and David and the disciples. And so it grew. The project got bigger and bigger. Well, let's just take on <clears throat> Rahab. Because that, that's an interesting. So what did you write about Rahab? Well, she didn't have to hide them the spies she didn't have to help she you know and so but god had a plan i mean she's jesus's great 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 grandmother or whatever and god had a plan to use her and when the when it all fell apart her place was the only one standing so god used her in a mighty way and she was fearless she didn't have to help anybody but she did and i think we we need to be more like that. We need to not just be complacent and sit in our house and, you know. You know what I thought about the other day? Actually, I taught this on Sunday. And and it's kind of different because I teach special needs adults that are like between the ages of 25 maybe and some of them are older than me. Uh -huh. So they have autism or Down uh -huh. syndrome and most of them are not vocal actually. Uh -huh. And so I wanted to teach actually something from the 119th psalm on how god how through the psalmist through king david and he's talking about his grandmother to some extent seven times he asked god to teach him the statutes and seven's kind of significant when it comes mm -hmm. to jericho because they went around but, yeah went around right the city. you know for a week and then yeah. the last day they went seven times they blew the trumpet yeah. so can you picture my class yeah i had them all dressed up in costumes awesome and we're That's and we're going around the walls and we're yeah. blowing these trumpets that were actually just you know pieces of they were like noodles that you would use in a swimming pool and they're blowing their trumpets and we're going around seven times and and what occurred to me as i was teaching that that i never had thought of before because it, it's, it always seems so bizarre to me that God 
wanted everybody in the city of Jericho dead except Rahab and her family. And so what it almost appears, and I never thought about this before, is all that was to rescue Rahab. Because those people had been abusing Rahab, you know, and you may know that, that, that you know, she married into a big family yeah, like Judah. Yeah, they were all in the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> And yeah. she was Boaz's, yeah. like, mother. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, and, and like, if there was no Rahab, there's not yeah. only no Jesus, there was no Boaz. Yeah. There was no, yeah. there was no, you know, nobody for Ruth to marry. There was nobody... You know, for David to be born. I mean, this was this well, was after, a significant thing. Man. And I think I think that's the way it is with our lives too, right? And that's kind of part of the point of the book is we all have a plan and we all have things we're supposed to do, and we shouldn't be fearful of doing that. But we have to kind of go out of our comfort zone. Maybe we feel a little uncomfortable, our hearts beating a little bit, but we have to go ahead and do those things. Like wow. And that doesn't mean we have to go to Afghanistan or or Sudan or something like that, because we can just go in our neighborhood and do something. Especially when God tells you to do it, and that's the point. Is how do you how are you bold without God, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't even I can't even imagine. So how fun. So you had one story that kind of ignited this. Like I need this story. And I why, just felt like and I. So what was that story? I just kind of felt like I had someone in my life, but they live, they work in a dangerous area. I can't name them or anything, but that was very influential. And through the years, 20 years of knowing this person and the ministry that they do and the things that they do to make, to like, they'll go in and talk to princes or kings of other countries and just be fearless about it and share Jesus with them. Okay, and I just kept thinking of this person, and then um, I just thought, wow, you know, we really need to see what our purpose is. You know, what is our plan that we should help with? What, you know, type of thing, what's my role in what God has for me? And even with my first book, uh, Not Really a Princess, I wasn't a writer, and I it still is kind of amazing to me that I'm doing this ministry now, this late in my life. Um, yeah, it takes a certain amount of boldness. Like, just saying. <laughs> like you, know, all, you know, a few years ago in my late 50s, all of a sudden, okay, I'm going to write a book. You know, and then now three books later, and it's all snowballed into other projects. And I, it's like, okay, I have a video series now I started and all this, you know, but I'm 63 years old. You know, but God wants us to keep working till the end. So, yeah, it's Ecclesiastes eight eight that no, there's no discharge in this war, right? Because you know the battle rages. So beautiful, beautiful. What are some of the other stories in there that you you wanted to highlight? Uh, well, there's simple things like my brother-in-law who has led several people to Christ, and why he he shares why that he's had faithful men mentor him, and that was something that led him. There's someone who does neighborhood Bible studies, like several of them, and she's just faithful in things that she does. Um, there's, and, and so that takes some boldness, right? It does. And then there's some people that, um, you know, there's a couple missionaries 
and how they got to that point where they should go somewhere where it wasn't really something they had. One of them said you know, it wasn't really what they wanted to do, and things just kept happening for them to do that. And I think that's the thing. If God's prodding us to do something, we have to take action and follow through on it. And as these testimonies started coming in, they weren't, they didn't necessarily, the thing that I thought that they would share about wasn't necessarily what they shared. But I thought, okay, but that might be what the Lord wants me to put in the book. Right, and I understand you even have a story uh, about an attorney and Brian. So my, so the, I have a friend, her name's Gabrielle, and she uh, was going to law school in Las Vegas, and she had a burden for human trafficking, and she did all sorts of research and work, and she ended up creating legislation in Nevada, the state of Nevada that passed through their legislature. Um, I think it had to do with how many years or something. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the bill said, but she's only 25 years old. She's making a huge difference in it because everything she does, she does intentionally and with purpose. And, you know, I think we get so complacent in our lives. You know, we go to church, we do this and we do that, and we help with this and that. You know, but what are we doing that's more extreme that we could be doing? I understand. I understand. The book is bold. And so, Nikki, I would imagine at this point in time you have an author website. That Yeah, I have two websites. I have my com website that has all my stuff on it. And it links you to the Colossians 3.12 Ministries website, which is resources for compassion ministries like widows and orphans and addicts and that kind of thing so yeah I have those both of those and then my new video series is there's a Facebook group live boldly um, it's and people can join it then they can watch the videos every week awesome awesome thank you again Nikki it's always such a joy to see what God's doing I can hardly wait to see what's coming next I know it's exciting <laughs> thanks thank you